This episode on the Mesh.TV is sponsored by The Sock Factory, making quality socks in North Carolina since 1975. Producers of Crazy Compression, William Tucker, and Fit Sock, The Sock Factory has something for everyone. Find out more at thesockfactory.com. What you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. Episode 13, Volume 7 of the Fantasy Formula, your go-to listen for all of your fantasy football and sports betting information. Hank, don't you ever stop believing. Do you hear me? Don't you dare stop believing, Hank. Oh, that came with a lot of force right there. (laughs) I will will never. I will never. That song always kind of inspires me. I love that song. It's a great song. Good good choice of music today as we... uh, don't stop believing as we continue to go through this fantasy football season. Hank, why would you? How did we do last week, buddy? Uh, well, I won. Did you? I okay, did. Okay, congratulations. I did. I beat your brother. Yes. Okay. And I got to tell you, my team is kind of kind of hitting right now. It feels good. Well, what's the record here, Hank? Uh, I am five and four. Yeah. Okay, and mm. I think you're five and four. No, I'm on a three game slide, buddy. Oh. I, so I was up. 30 going into Monday night and got beat by two, 1.5. Anyway, so I'm. Oh, I thought you had it sewed up. I, so I was 98% to win and the cat scored 32. That's I, oh, it's not terrible, good. Terrible. Anyway, I'm four and five in that league, dr- falling off a damn cliff. I mean, it has happened rapidly. Uh, other league, I went two and two last week. So anyway, you know, we're still climbing. I'm in playoff contention, at least in all four. I haven't stopped believing yet, Hank. Well, hey, that's all that matters. Yes, you can't stop believing. Like you cannot ever you, you stop believing. You should stop believing in this team because you're towards the bottom of the league. Well, whatever. <laughs> so tell me, we've heard about a particular illness running through your body <laughs> at this Trump time. Up in the streets. Yeah, so tell us kind of what's going on with your body right now, Hank. Hey, so about for the last two weeks, I just haven't felt well, right? In, yes. In our lifestyle, you know, we've got kids and work and extracurricular stuff and – um you just get tired, sure. right? So for the Run last down. two weeks, I just was like, man, I'm I'm tired. Yeah. I'm pretty tired right now. And uh, about two weeks ago, I had a flu uh, test just to see if I was being a baby sure. or if I had some. And it proved that I was being a baby because <laughs> I did not have the flu. Um, and if you didn't know, just a sidebar here, when you get tested for the flu, if somebody asks if you've ever had a flu swab, especially a nurse, mm-hmm. And you say, no, I don't think so. When she says, oh, you'd know, oh, that God. means there's something involved. This terrible. This cute, flexible Q-tip is, I would say, 
eight inches long? Up your butt. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Do you know how much excitement was on your face when you said that? That that makes me cringe to know you as a person. Oh, God. So there's this, this long this Q-tip, long Q-tip yes, that's yes. flexible. And she was like, see this? And I was like, that has to go all the way in my mouth. She was like, first of all, we go in through your nose. <laughs> Second of all, don't worry. We only have to go to the red mark. Yeah. So I scan from the top to the bottom of this eight inch thing. Uh, it is about a half inch from the bottom. Oh, come on. <laughs> so it is horrible. Does it touch your brain? Like what is, how does it go all the way up there? <laughs> it goes through your nose and then down your throat. Okay. Bottom line is it's awful. Dude, okay. Stop it. With that being said, I had it done, had a negative test, still felt bad. Mm. Joints, muscle aches, everything's feeling terrible. Saturday, I see you at yeah. a party. Didn't feel 100%. I was going to, when you told me you were sick, and you'll tell us all the stuff about the sickness, but when I saw you Saturday, your eyes looked very heavy. Like you were trying to pay attention to what I was saying to you, but I look, and I kept I kept thinking, man, I think Hank is really tired. Yeah, yeah I, mean, <laughs> I was really, really sick. I, yeah, you were really sick because I was telling this really exciting story, and you were trying to keep up with me and pay attention, but it looked like you just wanted to go to bed. <laughs> I did want to go yeah, to bed. Yeah, okay. Gotcha. So Sunday, I try to go to church. We get through Sunday school. I'm like, hey, I got to get to the house. Get to the house. The day progressively gets worse. I feel worse and worse and worse. I thought I felt awful mm-hmm. until I woke up on Monday morning and I realized what awful is. Yeah. Went to the doctor. They looked at everything, could not find anything. They looked at a test for Rocky Mountain spotted fever, which I spend a lot of time outside. Yeah. If you get bit by a tick, then you can have this disease. Mm-hmm. It's very rare. The likelihood of having it is rare, but that's where we were at. Yeah. So they tested me for it. Lo and behold, yesterday I find out the results of the test. I do not have it. Hmm. Okay. Yes. But they say you still could have it. <laughs> it's unprecedented. But they they say sometimes they get false positive tests. Bottom line is they're like whatever bugs inside you, we're going to kill it with antibiotics. And I'm on some pretty strong antibiotics. Yeah. But Saturday was tough. Sunday awful. Monday worse. Terrible. Tuesday, I thought I was going to die. Worser. Wor- oh. worse, worser. Oh, God. So uh, Wednesday was okay. Today, feeling better. Good. Well, you look a little bit better. You're Thank sounding you. better. Thank you. And um, that's the reason that we're broadcasting a little bit behind this week. Right. But it'll be up and live here Thursday, coming to you on a Thursday afternoon. Yes, it's the ninth. The ninth. Thank you very much. All right, Hank. So glad you're here. Um, I also saw you. And how do you did this? I I can't imagine, but we had little people's tryouts for basketball. So our first tryout was Monday, and I see you come into the gym with the Rocky Mountain Spotted Fever looking barely like you could even open the door. How did you get through that tryout? So I walked in, and I sat in a chair by myself. Yeah. I told our the rec director, I yeah. said, listen, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be over here. I don't mean to disrespect anybody. I, I, I'm not going to get pounds. I'm not going gonna, gonna to sit over here. <laughs> right. So I got over there, and we were waiting for everything to happen. Got a little warm. I started to get warm, so I take off my sweatshirt. Yeah. At this point, I'm getting really warmer, and so I got to start rolling up the legs of my sweatpants. Midway through the tryouts, my shirt is drenched. What? I'm sweating You're probably so like, bad. am I dying right now? What is going on with me? Harris came over to me, and he was like, dude. I was like, buddy, I know. Get, get a guy a paper towel or something. 
So I get a water, I, water, please. So, <laughs> so I barely made it through it. Ooh. And I, we have our draft tonight, yeah. which I'm a little bit, I don't know if I graded correctly on Monday evening. I mean, there could have been a Jordan in there, and I thought <laughs> it was an Urkel. Is Le- why is LeBron written down on my cheat sheet? <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, let's talk a little bit about um, youth athletics because you're having your uh, draft tonight. Actually, I have my Lucy Rose's draft is tonight, okay. and I've had my older daughter Olivia's draft. So Remind everybody what – what our setup is here. So, I mean, like we have two assessment nights. Yes, two assessment nights or tryout nights, right. followed by the draft, which typically is a th- on a Thursday night. So, the draft or the tryouts are Monday and Wednesday, draft Thursday. We have a really strong amount of kids that are out this year. I don't know for your group, my group, I have, we have 92 kids, I which heard. are going to make 11 teams. You're talking about seven, eight year old basketball. 11 teams. Yes. That's like that's like a NBA conference. Yes. I mean, absolutely. that's legit. So just imagine what the tryout is. All these kids, you're trying to keep up. Number one, you don't know these kids' names. They're, they're from all over the county. Number one, number three, you're judging them on dribbling skills, speed. You don't have time to do that, right? No. I don't have time to do that. Our league, we only have 55 participants. You have double that. 92. And I can't keep up with it. So what do you look for when you're judging the talent that is – the seven and eight year olds of Catawba County. What are you looking for? Three things. Three things. Three yes. things. I'm looking at aggression. Yes. How like I'm looking when I walk into the gym when they're playing basketball with each other. Yeah, just who's the in there mm-hmm. in the pickup? Who's in the middle of it? Who's well, trying to get the ball? What's the deal? So I'll I, eyeball those kids that are the ones that are handling the ball that are going after them. You know the the action. Uh, that's that's one height. Is a good factor for late rounds. They're usually goofy. They're usually, you know, but they're usually people that you're coachable and you can make into something, right? Are you saying tall people are more coachable than smaller people? Is that no. what you're saying? No, no. <laughs> I'm just saying in that they usually fall if they're, you know, the, the quick kids are going to, people draft because kids are fast. Exactly. Our game is a half court game. <laughs> so speed doesn't even matter, but people will be like, that's the quickest court get on the court. Well, he throws it in the ocean every six seconds. Yes. But I, you know, if they're tall and I'm looking at a list of 92, right. I'll write down tall. Got it. Right. Yes. Tall, coachable. Sure. And that may be a late round flyer. Right. Maybe they can pick up a rebound or two. Right. Right. The last thing I look at, What's mama and daddy doing doing the tryout? There you go. Right? Yes. I had a kid last night at tryouts. He was playing the part. He looked the part. Mm-hmm. Right? Everything matched. Wristband. Everything looked good. Flossing. Right? Yeah. He's middle of the pack. I was like, this is who we came to see right here. This is who we came to see. <laughs> Starts dribbling. Got a little rocky at the start, right? <laughs> Looked over. His daddy's filming it. Yes. Okay? His tryout. His daddy's filming it. <laughs> He's weaving in and out, weaving in and out. Got a little rocky. Got a little rocky. Jump shot, brutal. Ooh. Right? Oof. Comes back, goes through the, the uh, uh, cones again, mm-hmm. puts up the shot again, makes it. Dad stands up and starts clapping. <laughs> Do, Do not, not draft. draft that kid. <laughs> D&D. That's what we write on the cheat sheet. Do not draft that kid. Uh, you think it. his dad's cheering at tryouts could you imagine what practice is gonna be like oh goodness gracious listen i just want a a positive environment for these kids i want i I, you don't necessarily i'm going to pass on a lot of great athletes tonight yeah right for coachable good kids and that's the difference that 
the first round picks are usually wasted on the kids that sprint down the floor or that look the best, but really and truly you want to look for kids that are going to listen, that are going to accept coaching and that want to be part of a team. Cause if they don't want to be part of a team, you've got all kind of trouble on your hands. Sure. Certainly completely concur, buddy. Um, I'll tell you a story from last year's. I had the number two, th- three overall pick, okay? And easily the girl, this young lady that I drafted was a phenomenal athlete. I'm talking about rich. She was taller than everybody, faster than everybody. She was a diamond, you know? And But I didn't really necessarily look for the coachability part. I was just pure athletic ability. She was awesome. But we get her to practice, and granted, just a phenomenal athlete, but – she had zero attention span, you know, and so we're going over plays and she's looking around and, you know, she just – she never pays attention to what's going on in the court. So, granted, great athlete, she scored two points the entire year. Yep. The girl that I drafted in the last round actually became one of our leading scorers because she wanted to come to practice every day. She was excited about the sport, and you could tell because she got better, you know, so – yeah, you got to pay attention about co- coachability yep. and the tryouts. Yep, and to just to go back to it, taller people are more coachable than small people. <laughs> taller people are better. <laughs> oh, my goodness. There you go. <laughs> Philosophy by Hank Eimer. So have you heard uh, from your other friends about what I did for our new team yesterday for our first practice? <laughs> I I have heard a little bit about your philosophy. Yes. I've heard a little bit about I'm sorry. I've heard a little bit about your culture. Yes. And yes. I would love for you to talk more about it. Okay, so I'm a motivator, ladies and gentlemen. That's what I think God put me on this earth to be as a motivator. So for our first practice, it's our first time with the girls. I almost brought my karaoke machine and a mic in. So I bring this draw this huge poster. We're called the Wolf Pack. And then I've got keys to how we're going to be successful you know i've the starting lineup from last year our record from last year our returning starters our returning bench players our new players and i wanted to announce ladies and gentlemen for the 2018 wolfpack olivia playing point guard last year olivia east and i wanted them to come in and get to know each other and become a team well olivia said the karaoke machine was a Bad call, so I left that at home, but I still did the big poster. Well, on the Who would have back- thought she's so smart at yeah, a young exactly. age? Yeah, exactly. She's brilliant. So on the back side of the poster, it said, Coach Chad's philosophies. I misspelled <laughs> the word philosophy, and the key, one of my <laughs> philosophies was the little things make the di- all the difference. And Olivia was like, Dad, um, if the little things make the difference, why did you misspell philosophy? <laughs> Calls me out in front of the whole team three minutes. Gonna, she didn't minutes. say that at home when you were. No, making. no, she did. I think she wanted to set me up just so I would do it in front of the the team. But anyway, everybody got a big kick out of it. And the cool thing is, if y'all want to use this for your team too, so I put all the things that we we're going to learn for the year. And the last thing was, let's have fun. You know, let's oh, have yeah. a big time. And I said, if you guys can buy into this, here's a pin. I put it up on the board. Let's sign it. Let's sign it. So every practice, I'm going to put it up on the board, and we're going to touch it, you know, because this is our. T- this is how we're going to be successful sure. as a team. And, and they bought. They bought. They were like, yeah. They bought into it. Oh, man. So we've got our other practice today. It'll be our second one. I'm going to put it back up on the board. We're going to smack it. You know, before practice starts, smack the board where they signed. How about that? Philosophies. Hey. Philosophies, baby. Philosophies. I can't wait. I, I'm. I'm really excited about like practice. Yeah. I'm really excited practice about is fun. it. It is fun. And, but getting to a point where you put together your practice 
is somewhat nerve wracking. Sure. You know, because A, you only have so much time and you have to fit in these, you know, you have, it's like putting together a, a good story. You yeah. gotta, you gotta work on the yes. fundamentals first and then keep, you know, keep moving forward with it. And you have to keep them interested. So yep. you gotta have to kind of make it fun too. Have you know? to. Gotta make it fun. Have to. I'm, I'm looking forward to, uh, getting this draft over with. I've got, you know, we all nerd out a little bit on yeah. ours. I've got my sheet from last night. I, I put all my information on there. Yep. My top 10 picks are highlighted in yellow. Yes, of course. My be. middle 10 are blue and my DNDs yes. are purple. Okay, so you're ready. Yep. Well, good luck in your draft today. What spot you drafted? I am six. Mm-hmm. I changed my team name because Harris wanted it. Last year we were the Thunder. Yes. Didn't like the Thunder. He didn't want to go with that. So we went. We moved to the Heat. The Heat, okay. Yeah, so he likes he likes the Heat, so we're going to be the Heat this year. Good luck to the Heat, and we are the Eclipse in my little girls' league and the Wolfpack in my big girls' league, so good luck to our teams. Good luck. All right, buddy. How did we do last week? Uh, you know, our sponsors decided they wanted to participate in the pick'ems that we do with uh, our fantasy talk and everything. Fastest 45, you know. Yes. So I got a text that they killed it. Is that eight correct? And four. Eight and four, where I think my picks went four and eight. I don't know how bad or good you did. I've but. been really sick, so I'm not <laughs> really sure. <laughs> good excuse. Well, anyway, the Sock Factory, you whipped our tails. They whipped our tails, Hank. Hey, you know what? The only way to do is press. That's the That's only right. way. Let's double up. All right, so let's, let's double, double up. up. This is worth two Coca-Colas next time we see them, all yeah, right? Yeah, this is worth two Cokes when we see them. Here we go. We want your picks back up. We were we didn't even think you would we didn't even think you would <laughs> bring your picks. So we really didn't put our yes. like our picks exactly. they weren't that serious. Just now, a practice round. That was a now practice it round. Starts. Yeah, let's consider that just our practice warm-up <laughs> round. Now the real stuff starts today. Starting now. Okay, so let's start with the Fantasy 45 fastest 45 seconds in fantasy football. We're going to game 1, Hank. Game 1. It is the Seattle Seahawks versus the Arizona Cardinals in Arizona. This is a Thursday night game, so it's Tonight in about four hours, okay? <laughs> I was getting say, what are you talking about? Yeah, it's about four hours here, buddy. So, currently, Las Vegas has this number at Seattle, minus the six and a half on the road, the total 40. Now, you know, we've got some – still some running backs issues with Seattle. They're coming off that terrible loss against Washington last week where Russell Wilson, you probably started him. I did start him. Did he do – He did. No, they, he did well. Did he? He, he had like 27 points. Yeah, okay. I did start him. It he, was a low-scoring game. I think it was like 13 to 12. No, he, he got a touchdown late, but then Washington came back and scored the winning touchdown with a few seconds on the clock. Can Seattle get back their winning ways against this lowly Arizona team? Well, they proved that they could score. I mean, you know, when they uh, – you know, when they played the Texans in week eight, they scored 41 oh, points. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, so, I mean, let's not say that they're – uh, completely devastated. But every time that I watch Russell Wilson play, he is running yeah, for his for life. His life. And that is scary if I were him. So I do like Seattle in this. I do like Seattle um, against Arizona. I think Arizona is still trying to figure out what they're doing. You know, I still think – I don't think Adrian Peterson will have the game that he just had. I think he – you know, you know how many carries he had last week? 5,000? He had like 34 carries. That's ridiculous. And this dude's old. So anyway, 
it sounds like you're leaning towards Seattle. I am too, Hank. I'm going to take Seattle minus the six and a half. But the bet that I like the best, I like the under the total 40. I don't think Arizona has much firepower on offense with Carson Palmer being out. They've got Drew Stanton as the backup quarterback who no one is starting in fantasy because the dude stinks. So let's go under the total 40 and we'll lean Seattle. A fantasy gem here. Look for Doug Baldwin. I'm telling you, Russell Wilson is giving the ball to Baldwin every chance he gets. So Doug Baldwin, definitely wide receiver one in uh, this week's fantasy football. Next up, one o'clock game. This is a Sunday kick. Minnesota at Washington. This is interesting, Hank. Very interesting. So Ted, Sam Bradford's out for the year. I don't know if you heard. They put him on IR. They his knee is shot. Somebody, so, somebody said. No, go ahead. No, no, we'll go back to that. Okay. So Case Keenum currently is the starting quarterback for Minnesota, but I heard today from this little birdie on my shoulder that said Bridgewater has a chance to play next week. Okay, next week, not this week. But Keenum's playing so well, why you want to screw up a good thing? Right. Minnesota's got a two-game lead in their division to make the playoffs and win the division. I wouldn't screw it up if I were them right now. Right. Um, this line opened up at Minnesota minus three. Well, after Washington's win against Seattle, it has been bet down. Now that Minnesota's only a one-point favorite, a one-point favorite, Hank, at Washington, total 42. Who do we like in this contest? I like Minnesota coming off a bye, right? They're coming off a bye. bye. They've had two weeks to do it. I think if they were going to play Bridgewater, this would be the perfect time to do it, coming off the bye, getting them two weeks to get ready for it. Mm -hmm. But, you know, Washington has been so hit or miss. I know that they just beat Seattle, but their running game – is awful. Yeah, they're not running the ball awful. very well. They ran the. They had like fifty-one yards in total rushing against uh, Seattle. So, I think Minnesota is going to come out and win. I mean, I think that they're going to play well and win. So, I'll take Minnesota. Minnesota for Hank. I'm going to take Washington at home for me. I don't really have a reason here. I, I'm believing in Kirk Cousins. You can start Kirk Cousins as a fantasy football, as your fantasy QB one against this matchup. Actually, I take that back, especially against Minnesota's defense. Maybe you, he's your backup this week. But I just believe in Kirk Cousins, and I think the Washington Redskins believe in him too. Let me take Washington plus the one, and I'm going to lean under the total 42.5. Next up, Tampa, Green Bay at Chicago. Okay, Hank, we know Aaron Rodgers is done. And we know this Brett Hundley has replaced him. This dude looks like he doesn't know what the hell's going on he does out there. It. You know? He, he I mean, does not. I, I read that, let's say, if he threw 30 times last week, 25 of them were for five yards or less. You know what I'm saying? So he's not looking for a deep ball. He's looking just to get rid of the ball to the backs or the wide receivers and let them make the play. Well, you can't win in the NFL by doing that. They're on the road against the Chicago Bears. The Chicago Bears opened up as a three-point favorite. It's been bet all the way up to five and a half. Can you imagine a day where the Chicago Bears were favored by five points against the Green Bay Packers? Never. I mean, that that has not happened since Mike Ditka. Yeah. You know, yeah. the Bears. I mean, it's been a long time. It is. So anyway, what do you do in this contest? Green Bay at Chicago. Hunley, I, I can't believe what you're saying is right about the five-yard passes. 245 Yards is what he had. That's a lot of five That's yards. That's a lot of five yards. <laughs> That's a lot. He threw the ball, I want to say, 40 times. I'm not kidding. It was a bunch of yeah, very short in throws. In the flat, yes. everything like that. Dude's quick, though. I mean, yeah. he can he, run. Oh, he's an incredible athlete. He's an incredible athlete. But you can only do that for so long. Can Trubinsky do it a second? You know, I mean, can he play well this, this time against Green Bay's defense? That's the thing is, like, I don't think Green Bay's offense is going to be that overwhelming. It's just, no. do you think Mitch can – get them to score yes so 
you know, I believe so. I believe so too. Yeah. So I think that I would take Chicago and those five points. If it starts getting towards seven, mm, yeah. but under a, too much under, under a touchdown, touchdown sure. I think for sure. I'm there with you. Let's go Chicago minus the five and a half. The total's 38. Probably going to leave that alone. But guys, Jordan Howard is a must start. Fantasy guys, y'all got him in your lineup anyway. The dude is running hard. He's basically the offense for Chicago Bears right now. So leave him in there. Let's see Chicago Bears get that win over the Green Bay Packers. Next up, one o'clock kick, Pittsburgh at Indy. Indianapolis. Did you hear this rumor, Hank? I know what you're getting ready to say. It's in his head? Yes. I yeah. mean, first of all, why is it anybody saying Andrew Luck is awesome? It's, I mean, he wants to be on the field. It's not an injury is not in his head. Jim Ursay, who's the owner of the Colts, is a complete moron. But anyway, I heard that there are rumors that it, that Andrew Luck could be on the trade market, though. Would you? Andrew Luck is a franchise quarterback, wouldn't you say? Oh, yeah. Look what happens to Indy without him. Would Cleveland, what would you give up? If you are Cleveland Which Browns is, to get even the forget the Browns, look at anybody. Yeah, like sure. Arizona at this point, you know Green. Well, not Green Bay because of last year, but Arizona would be a prime example. I mean, is Bortles going to be the quarterback of the future in Jacksonville? No, Jackson. If Jacksonville had a Denver. quarterback, yes, Denver. Absolutely. I mean, there's other places. If I were him, I Miami. would. I would look my owner in the face and say. Pull the trigger. (laughs) What you waiting for, big guy? Pull the trigger. (laughs) Yes. Okay. Get me out of here. I do not have to sit here and listen to this crap. (laughs) Right. I'll win somewhere else. Exactly. So I think that is crap. Yes. I would love for it to happen. They're not going to get rid of Andrew Luck, but gosh, I'm sure he he would love to get out of there because Ursay, Ursay got busted last year with a bag of pills, $23,000 cash, going 108 miles per hour down the interstate. He's an owner of a – he's worth a billion dollars. Hey. I don't know <laughs> that's what to say a, about that's that. That's shady as hell. Yeah, it you is. Cruise it, whatever. Jim Irsay. Okay. We, we can't buy into much whatever Jim Irsay says. But anyway, we're going to lean here. Pittsburgh is minus the 10, Hank. Indianapolis, 45 is the total. Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh all the way. Irsay's <laughs> <laughs> crap. <laughs> Next up, we've got the L.A. Chargers against those Jacksonville Jaguars we were just talking about. Think about Andrew Luck at Jacksonville with that defense and those receivers. Dude, that is a Super Bowl contender. Whoa. The only thing holding <laughs> Back out, Chad. <laughs> <laughs> think about that. Their defense is probably top three. They've got some weapons on the outside. They've got Leonard Fournette, but they've got Blake Bortles, and that's the thing that holds them back. Did that, you see him yelling at his coach at the sidelines the other day? About what? They were arguing about a play, and Bortles was sitting there getting in his face. If I were that coach, <laughs> I'd be like, Blake. <laughs> Let's get real here, Blake. Brother. <laughs> Who are you? Listen, you're no Peyton, and you're not going to get my face. Uh, I would have called anybody for the bench and uh, said, you're quarterback this next round. Uh, Balake. Have you seen that thing of that key and peel? <laughs> I don't oh, think so. gosh. Or peel and key, whatever it is. Anyway, I'll share it with you after the, after the show. Sorry about that. Okay, here we go. L.A. Chargers at Jacksonville. Jacksonville opened up as a five-point favorite, bet down to three-and-a-half total, 41, Hank. Even with the way that Jacksonville's playing – I still find it hard to bet against <laughs> the Chargers. Well, I find it hard to bet on Jacksonville. I do too. You know, very hard. I like the Chargers. I like Melvin Gordon. Yeah. You know, I mean, he's run pretty well this year. I think he's a top three fantasy 
running back. Um, so I'm going to take the Chargers. Yeah, let me get a little bit of the Chargers, too, plus the points, especially because we got three in the hook. Get that extra little hook. It always seems to help. Leonard Fournette will be back in the lineup last week. I know you guys were as surprised as I was when I woke up on Sunday an hour before the game, and he was a healthy scratch because he made a poor decision the night before, did you hear about that? What did he do? We, they, they, they didn't release it. They that, said they're going to keep it that, internal. That, that, they're keeping it internal. They're not going to let the media know, but he did. He broke a rule, so they suspend him. He's my number one damn running back, and now he has to go to the bench, and I have to start like Jonathan Stewart. <laughs> you know, come on, Leonard Fournette. Hey, 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 I know we jumped over Green Bay. What happened to Bennett? What'd that cat do? If, I saw for those it. that don't know, they just flat out released him. Oh, I didn't hear that he got released. Yeah, I, just, I think uh, they flat out released oh him. Oh, my gosh. Well, he's a head case anyway. We'll see if we can get some info on that. I just knew that he wasn't going to be playing this game. Didn't realize he was going to be off no, the he, team. He got hurt. Like, he did not play. He was scratched from, I guess he played Monday night. Mm-hmm. They were scratched from Monday night. And then immediately the next day, it was like he was released. I'll, let me look at that. Yeah, that's weird. You search while I continue. So we've got L.A. Charters. We're going to take them plus the three and a half, and I would lean under the total 41. Next up, one o'clock game, the New York Jets versus the Tampa Bay Bucks. Now, listen, for the Bucks, did you see the play? Mike Evans comes to Jameis Winston's rescue after Jameis Winston puts his finger in the defensive backs, and then Mike Evans lays the dude out. Dude. Guess how much that him knocking that dude cost him? 50 grand. Forty-seven thousand yeah. dollars, forty-seven grand out of Mike Evans' pocket, dude. Is I know he's protecting his quarterback, but why the hell is Jameis Winston on the sideline putting his finger in somebody's face anyway? Why is he stealing crab legs yeah. in college when he's a Heisman Trophy? Winner? And he's supposed to be a leader. Leaders don't. Does Tom Brady put his finger in somebody's back of their head? No, no he doesn't do that. Come on, Jameis. He lets some. Third-tier cornerback do that. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, Jameis, if you're going to be a leader, you can't do things like that in this league. Jameis Winston is out for this game. Mike Evans suspended for this game. Does that leave Deshaun Jackson? Does he move into maybe a flex spot for you as a Tampa Bay Buccaneer receiver? I don't even know who's throwing the ball with Jameis Winston out. I don't either. And and I would I, – I almost, on principle, would never bet on the Jets. Almost by principle. Right. But I guess – at this rate, with the skeleton crew that they got going on, yeah. I'm going to take the Jets. I'm taking the Jets, too, dude. The uh, Jets right now are a – that's open as a pick Now they're a two-and-a-half-point favorite as long as it stays under a field goal. Give me the J-E-T-S, Jets, 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 all day long. And, dude, the Buccaneers are two and six. They were supposed to be a playoff team this year. Yeah. It has gone downhill very quickly there in Tampa Bay. Let's go Jets all the way. Next up, Vikings, Redskins, 1 o'clock kick. You know what? I skipped one. Let's go Cincinnati, Tennessee, uh, Hank. One o'clock kick. Cincinnati, whoa, they have really fallen to the doldrums, Gosh. too. Marvin Lewis, he's gone. He won't be there next year for the Cincinnati Bengals. And A.J. Green, he gets into a fight in the middle of the game. Guess how much that cost him? $100,000. $47,000. They, they, <laughs> both 47, they love that 47. They, they like that number for some reason. So let's look at it here. We're going – Tennessee is a four-and-a-half-point favorite at home against the Cincinnati Bengals, who desperately, desperately need a win. And Mariota's finally back in the lineup. He played last week after coming off that three-week injury. Now he's back. Will Tennessee do what it takes to get the win? Yep. Cincinnati can't – they can't play. They're terrible. They're awful. And if you – they've got pretty good weapons over there. Yes. And Dalton's a good quarterback. I don't – something's – it's got to be coaching, right? It's got to be. And then the I, locker room's got to be gone. I mean, yep. it's got. They don't want to play for each other or something because they have enough weapons over there to be decent, and they've had these weapons. So yes, uh, 
Tennessee. Tennessee all the way for me, too. Hey, Tennessee minus the four and a half, and I'll lean under the 40 and a half. Next up, 1 o'clock p.m. kick. New Orleans Saints travel to Buffalo. This is an odd one. This is a very odd one. You know, New Orleans Saints, and I'm going to go ahead and look at their record real, real quick, Hank. I want to say after winning, losing the first two games of the season, I think they've won six straight. And let me just verify that. They are on quite the run. While you're looking that up, yes, Martellus Bennett surprisingly uh, – or announcement last month that he would likely retire after this season did not directly relate to the Packers decision to release the tight end. Hmm. So they just flat out released him. Wow. After the game, which he was scratched from, which he didn't play anyway. Early. So his career if he does retire, that will be the last time we ever see him and it would be a, a healthy scratch for the Green Bay Packers. Something happened. Man. Something happened and he is not he, they don't like it. Yeah. Mm. Which I understand. Yeah, Sayonara Martellus Bennett. Uh, yeah, the Saints lost two in a row, or the first two games of the season. They've won six in a row, maybe the hottest team in football right now. Uh, Buffalo Bills coming off a loss. We're going currently line New Orleans minus the three on the road against the Bills. Now, you remember, the Bills play great at home. They're 4-0 awesome. and oh at home, so that's why I'm saying this is a really, really good matchup. Who are you going to lean to in this contest? Saints. Saints all the way, baby. I do. I like the Saints. I think that they're the ones that knock them off right here at home. If there's going to be a team, you got to stay with the Saints. Yeah. You got to keep scoring because they're going to score. Their defense is awful. How about Alvin Kamara? This dude's coming out of nowhere. I wish he would stop playing so well. Because you got Ingram. Because I have Ingram. Yeah. And what happened to Thomas? Dude has kind of disappeared, man. Oh. Kind of a bust. I mean, because I got him in two leagues, too, and I had to draft him one first round. The other league, I had to draft him early second round. And so, anyway, they're running the ball more than Drew Brees. Typically, the New Orleans Saints would typically run it because they've got two workhorses who can get it done. Um, anyway, I'm going to lean with you on the Saints, man. Let's, uh, as long as it stays under a field goal, three or less, it's Saints all day long. Next up, 1 o'clock kick, Cleveland at Detroit. Cleveland, the worst team in the NFL. Detroit really – they're playing well. They uh, one of the best teams. Yeah, they're playing great. Their defense is playing good. Matt Stafford looks like a a stud, a pro bowler right now. The dude is fantastic. He was putting the ball anywhere he wanted to that game. I don't know if you watched the game. I watched it. I yep. was watching it through just yeah, haste eyes. Yes. I could not, but I watched it. And that guy is a stud, and he is in the. I feel like in the peak of his career. I agree. He knows the offense like the back of his hand. He just knows what to do with the ball. Yeah. In this game, we've got currently Detroit open as a nine-point favorite. Vegas has already got it bet up to minus 12. If it's 16, I'm taking them. (laughs) Yeah, give me Detroit, too. They're playing well. They're at home. Cleveland stinks. Next up, 4 o'clock game. Here we go. Afternoon kicks. The Houston Texans. We didn't get a chance to talk about this last week because I don't think it had happened yet. You know, with um, my boy Watson, Deshaun Watson, having just a wonderful year and then – ACL goes down, and you can see how valuable a quarterback is to a team. Houston, with Deshaun Watson, would have rolled Indianapolis last week. Instead, no Deshaun Watson, they get beat. Not by uh, – yeah, it was by Indianapolis because Indianapolis stinks. They're awful. So, anyway, what happens here without Deshaun Watson? Can Houston get it done against the L.A. Rams, Rams who are also on fire right now, golf playing like a superstar uh, Rams twelve point favorite against those Houston Texans. I'm taking I'm taking Houston. Wow. I mean I think Savage. I know that I know the Rams are good, but I think at least they still have Lamar Miller. They still have Hopkins. They're trying to get it in their hands. That's a lot of points. 
You know, yes. You know, the saddest dude in the world when Watson went down was Hopkins. Oh, because he was. I have him on my team. Watson was feeding Hopkins the rock like 10 to 12 targets a day, you know, a game. Now, Savage probably looks for him like five times a game. And the passes are like out of the end zone or out of bounds. Savage is awful. Savage is terrible. So you're going to take Houston. I'm leaning the Rams. I think they win this one by double digits, two touchdowns at the least. I'm going Rams minus the 12. You're taking Texans plus the 12. 425 game, Dallas at Atlanta. This line seems so odd. First, let's start, start, start to talk a little bit about Ezekiel Elliott. So they said that today's decision, whatever happens, will last for the rest of the year. I'm, Is he done? I'm pretty sure that he's going to play. Oh, I haven't. I play him this week. Yeah, I played him last week. I was hoping he would be out last week. But anyway, I, there's nothing that's coming across the wire yet to inform us of exactly this situation. But I believe they were leaning that he's going to play. So as with Ezekiel Elliott in the contest here against the Atlanta Falcons, who need to win desperately, Atlanta is actually favored at home minus three against Dallas. Does that line seem odd to you? Does it shock you any? Because Atlanta's not playing really good ball right now. They're not playing good ball, but, you know, they lost to the Panthers away, right? I think what they're really – you know, they're kind of banged up, though. Yeah, they're hurt. You they know, Jones, they should have won that game. Did you, how, how does he drop that pass? best receiver in the world, how does he drop that pass? Right, so they should have won that game. I'm glad they didn't because I'm a Panthers fan and you are a traitor <laughs> to your region. <laughs> yes. But um, – they should have won that game. So, I mean, the loss that they just had would have not been a loss. And uh, Freeman is kind of banged up and is coming back. Yes. But Coleman's played well. Yes. And I think uh, Matt Ryan is going to play well. So I don't think it's that odd. Okay. I don't think it's that odd. And you're going to take him minus the three. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take him. Yeah. Yes, I will. Actually, you know what? Give, I will take him. Give me some of that action to him. They're pl- they're playing at home. Uh, Des talk you into that. You did. Des Bryant actually questionable with an ankle. So if Des doesn't play, that one less receiver for Dak to throw to, which means they can load up the box to stop Ezekiel Elliott as well. Give me Atlanta minus the three, and I'm going to lean over the total fifty. Next up, Giants at San Francisco. <laughs> one win between these two teams. Why would you watch this game? <laughs> Only gamblers or mothers of participants in this game are going to watch this contest. I heard that they're considering sitting Eli yeah. Manning. Because <laughs> a Super Bowl champion. Two times. Yes. And who's their backup? Geno Smith. Hank Eimer. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's, I mean, would they... I, Thank you for putting me as good a quarterback <laughs> as Geno Smith. That's a heck of a compliment. I, I mean, bench, can you ever think would ever come to this for the Giants no. where you bench Eli Manning? No, I mean, their team, what, you know what? It's so funny. We all like, you know, we all think the world of Eli because he has two Super Bowls and everything. But do you remember when Coughlin retired and he like his press conference, he was like, I'm taking the heat on this one. It's on me. Like, it's not on Eli. He's a great quarterback. Maybe he was just. Holding up for him yeah, right there. Maybe so. Maybe, maybe so. Eli looks yeah, very lost out there. Gosh. Um, the line opened up at San Francisco, <laughs> minus one and a half. They were actually favored against the Giants, but Vegas got their hands on it, or a bunch of sharp bettors did, and they now it's the Giants minus the two and a half, so it swung three entire points. Where would you put your money down on this guy? Not on this game. I would <laughs> not. <laughs> it's just run the under, for the hills. Run 42? For, yeah, total 42. Yep. The under, yeah. but if I had to take somebody – 
San Francisco. Me too. You know, it's hard. It's almost impossible to go through an entire season without winning one game. I mean, damn, the Cleveland. Really I mean, you got to be terrible. Even Cleveland, who hasn't got a win this year, they're, they're, it's hard to not win a game. This is the game San Francisco has circled to say, all right, guys, if we're going to win a game, this has got to be it at home. So I'm giving me, give me the San Francisco minus or plus the two and a half as well, Hank. Who is quarterback? Okay. Let me ask you this, too. I just thought about this. So, San Francisco is in the hunt. Did you hear the latest Colin Kaepernick? So, you want to hear some more Colin Kaepernick stuff? I would love to. Okay. I can't remember call the team. Maybe it's Baltimore. Maybe it's somebody else. Just signed this dude named Josh Jackson. <laughs> He's been out of the league for like three years. Colin Kaepernick is still there. Just sitting on the sidelines that waiting. Baltimore, man. Huh? Baltimore and Colin Kaepernick that, are never going to. If that's where Josh Jackson, you're right. They weren't going to mesh but anyway. But still, Josh Jackson. Will you talk about the co- quarterback problems that everybody are have, is having? How does and he's not Kaepernick even getting not a ring? I'm starting to get, understand. Like, yes, they're, they're they're holding him he's, out. He's got a case. You know, he's suing. Yeah. Yes. So we'll, well see. You know what? I didn't get drafted in '99 either. <laughs> People were holding me out. <laughs> I want mine. Yeah. I want at least my pension. Sue. They don't need to give me my signing bonus. Sue them. Absolutely. <laughs> um, next up, Hank, we're going to New England. This is the Sunday night game. New England at Denver. Total, actually, the number right now is seven and a half. It's been bet up a half a point. It opened at seven, and the total is 46. Denver is not playing well right now. Osweiler got the start last week. His first three passes, two of them should have been pick sixes. It bounced off the defender, and his third was intercepted. This dude stinks. Their quarterback play is horrendous. However, at home, their defense always seems to kind of rise right. to the occasion. Their defense got lit up for 50 points against Philly last week. I think they respond. Tell me what you think, I New think, England at I, Denver. I think the play of the week this week is the Patriots' defense. Okay. I think that's the play of the week. The fantasy play of the week. Yep, because I think there it has nothing to do – Denver has one of the greatest defenses in the NFL, right? I, I mean, I still believe that. Sure. Right? Their quarterback play and their receiving core and their running back yeah. are not hitting right. on any – it's like it's like Green Bay, right? You play the Patriots this week, and they will score 15-plus for you, okay? So I don't care who it is. I'm going with the Pats. You're going with the Pats. Minus the 7.5, I'm going to believe in this Denver D that they do not want to get humiliated on national TV Sunday night at 8.30 – I'm going Denver plus the seven and a half. I don't think they can win the game because they can't score, but they're going to keep this one a little bit closer than the experts predict. Give me the Broncos plus the seven and a half. Last but not least, Hank, are you going to this game? This is in Carolina, Charlotte, North Carolina. The Miami Dolphins come to town for a Monday night melee. Yeah, no, nobody likes me enough to give me tickets. Yeah, me either. I was hoping somebody would say, hey, Chad, come and join us. Maybe you were going, Hank, are you going to this? Can you take me to this? (laughs) Would you want to see Jay Cutler and the Dolphins play to this game anyway? No, no, I wouldn't. wouldn't. This is is the game that people offer you tickets to. Exactly. Please take my tickets. They're like, hey, man, I got Panther tickets. (laughs) Who are they playing? Miami. Oh, sorry, I'm out. Um, What would you do here, Hank? Miami is a nine-point dog at Carolina. Can Carolina score more? More than nine points and cover this number and the total forty. Without a doubt. The way their defense is playing, I mean their defense is playing pretty well too. Great. Yeah. I, I think that they cover that nine. I think they're you know, this team kind of flourishes in the big lights. 
quarterback's a big light player. Mm-hmm. You know, the defense is magnified then. I think it's no-brainer you take Carolina. I think Carolina wins this game, but I think Miami will cover this number. I think Carolina wins by a touchdown. So give me the Miami plus the nine, and I really like the under a lot in this. Uh, Carolina's defense, top three. In the entire NFL, Miami's defense, if they have anything going for them, it's their defense. So let's lean the under there, Hank. And give me your favorite Panther. You've seen a couple games, mm-hmm. been there? Is there one moment that just stands out? Was it a game that was awesome and you were there live? Or was one time you got real drunk and fell out of the stands or, wow. or the skybox? Wow, I mean, you're really starting to do <laughs> Anything going on there? So I, I, I have two. Yes. Okay, so the first playoff game, I can't remember when it was. It might have been. The first ever time the Carolina Panthers. Yeah, when with, was that? That was a long time ago. Is that when they played the Cowboys and won the, the NFC? Yes. yes. At home. At home. Yes. And I, I wasn't there, but I heard it was pretty amazing. I was there. Yeah. Um, I, Friend took me club level seats, mm-hmm. so we were close to the action. Uh, got down there early, tailgated, incredible in atmosphere. Got in the stadium; it was just incredible. Yeah. Then they won. Yeah, then they you know, won. It was Place incredible. Was going nuts. It yeah. was incredible. So that was probably my favorite uh, winning moment. My favorite moment ever was the first game I took Harris to. Yeah, of it, course. It was the worst seats. We are in zone. Back against concrete. Yes. Big uh, scoreboard over top of us. Yeah. Right? Cold as get out. Right. He thought it was the greatest. <laughs> That's wonderful. Spot in the stadium. Yes. He was like, oh, we could see everything from here. I was like, but because of the way light travels, we see it 10 seconds later. Um, but it was by far my favorite moment. Uh, but, who did they play? Do you recall? Oh, my gosh. I think they were playing the Cardinals. Cardinals. Um, yeah. So, uh, and they got a win. Uh, Cam scored on a bootleg, mm-hmm. and Harris freaked out. Yeah. It, was, it was a great game. How awesome. about you? Well, my favorite is not even related to the game. I was there with some friends of ours. And people were playing drunk, kind of like football on a wet pavement after the game. Ooh, dangerous. And somebody laid out for one <gasps> and tore his ACL. Oh. <laughs> Why am I laughing at that? Why would you lay I, out? Wait, terrible. is this guy 40? It was Tucker. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you're laughing at it, because it's our good friend Tucker Hines. He was so drunk, he couldn't even, even realize what happened until he got home, and his knee was the, the size of a tree trunk. <laughs> his leg. Oh, one of my favorite stories. Anyway, hey, love you, Tuck. Okay, hey, now that we've done going down memory lane, we've got a big college football Saturday. I want to hit you with a couple games, you know, because we're getting down to the nitty-gritty. Nitty-gritty. So... One huge game, especially for the ACC, for people that enjoy watching ACC basketball or football, we've got Notre Dame against the U. The U, man. You know, this is the U is making their comeback. They're undefeated. <laughs> you know, it's always good for college football when the U is in contention. And what a good history. Yes. Oh. Between the, two, Between the two, Catholics versus convicts, whatever you want to call, they've yeah. got they've got a lot of great history. This is an eight o'clock kick. In Coral Gables, Miami, Notre Dame is a three-point road favorite. They're favored on the road. What happens in this contest? Three versus seven. You know, road dogs, I always – I mean, uh, home dogs, I always love to take. 
they're going to have to play the way they played last week. They played. They were great. Better than Miami's played better last week than they played in ten years. I agree. If they play that same game, they win. Can they put two together? That's the question. That's the question. Yes. I'm going to say that they do. Mm. I'm going to take Miami. Wow. Good for you. I want to take Miami with everything I've got, but I'm afraid I've seen this Notre Dame offense and defense live and in color. When I went there to, for the state game, they are so legit. They are the real deal. I think they go to Miami. Close game. I think they squeak it out in the end. So I'll take Notre Dame. All right. One other game I want to uh, talk about here. This is a also a, a late game. The winner of this game, it's an 8 o'clock kick. It's in the Big 12. The winner of this game has not a guarantee to win the Big 12, but they've got their – they're in the driver's seat. It's TCU ranked six in the country on the road at Oklahoma, which is five in the country. The number right now, Oklahoma minus the six and a half at home, Hank. What do you like in this contest? Well, I – I like Oklahoma to win this game. So, you know, the, the fact that the spread six and a half doesn't necessarily scare me. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think that it's going to be a good game. Though. Oh, I think I, it's going to be awesome. I think I, it, it's going to be a good game, but I think Oklahoma ends up squeaking it out. I think TCU gets this one done. Like, I can see last play of the game, they're on the 12, throw a touchdown to win the game. So I'm going to lean TCU here. It's going to be a fun weekend of football, Saturday and Sunday. What are your plans this let weekend? Me, let me ask you another because, go, go. you know, my brother-in-law, Carson, would like to know your input sure. on the Georgia-Auburn game Yes, at Auburn. Yes. 9-0 Georgia going yes. to Auburn. Right. Uh, Georgia is a favorite, two-and-a-half favorite. So Auburn is home dog. I'm glad you're asking me this because this you. game will be fabulous. Georgia goes down, my friend. Georgia goes down. Auburn has been waiting for this moment. Auburn is a legit team. They are a legit team. Georgia now, they're number one in the country, so obviously they're legit. But they haven't played the caliber of teams until they come to Auburn on Saturday. Hell of a game. What are you doing for it? Let's watch some football. <laughs> Let's watch it. <laughs> Let's so watch some they football. They watch, you know, they hate Georgia. Yeah. Auburn fans hate Georgia. They hate Alabama most. Yes. yes. They hate Alabama. They hate Georgia. So it's interesting to watch. They hate, they just very much dislike them. It's kind of like that state Carolina sure. relationship. Mm-hmm. And it is funny to watch when Georgia plays Auburn at Auburn. Everybody stop. It's not like any other team. It's not even like Alabama. Really? It's like I, I, I want to beat them because I hate them. Wow. So it's going to be interesting to watch. I can't wait to. Call, call he's an about Auburn fan, right? He is. Okay, cool. So let's do talk about this weekend. So anything happening? My wife, her tennis team qualified for the states. Oh. They're 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 actually on their way as we speak to Wilmington to participate in tomorrow's uh, tennis festivities. So I will be rolling around soccer tournaments on Saturday, but watching some football probably the rest of the afternoon. How about you, my friend? Anything exciting? Oh, for the next seven days, I'm probably letting an antibiotic <laughs> cleanse my body. Your system. Okay, hopefully I can get all that good flora, bad flora <laughs> out in whatever we're doing. But the other thing, uh, we have our first uh, indoor soccer. Yes. So I, I don't know if I've ever said this on um, on uh, our podcast here, but my good friend, uh, my brother-in-law, Carson, he is a uh, big football, basketball, baseball fan, right? He grew up middle of Georgia, Georgia high school football. He played college baseball. Good athlete, yep. He's a very good athlete. Never played soccer growing up. I think soccer is a great sport. I played it on and off, but after my freshman year in high school, I concentrated on baseball and kind of went from there. 
Well, he has put in my son's head that if you can't play sports, you play soccer. <laughs> Yeah, which we all know is oh, not true. There's a lot of great athletes sure. that play soccer. It's yes. just Chad true. East. Yes. Right. So Harris has been fighting this, fighting yeah. this demon in his head <laughs> that says, if I play soccer, Uncle Carson's going to think that I'm not an athlete and I don't want to do it. Well, right. Harris signed up for basketball. and He's like, want to play basketball for sure. How about indoor soccer? <laughs> it's a little bit different. May want to try that one out too. Yes. So I said, let's do it. So his first practice is Saturday. Okay. So you know he's got to get indoor soccer shoes. He's you know he's he, a gear guy. Has he played soccer before? When he's like three, L- little little, yeah. little little. Um, but you know, the sell on all this is every time you ask me, I'm like, it's just going to make you a better athlete, right? It's going you know it's going to get you a better teammate. It's going to do you know it's going to be better for you. And so he's like, all right, all right. So we're venturing just. Dipping our toe in the soccer, yes, the soccer thing right now. Who knows? Uh, but we're doing both those sports in the winter. Wow! So busy. we'll see how be that a busy goes. Busy season. Up. Yeah. Well, good luck to you. Before we leave today's fantasy formula, I know you're a Star Wars Harris in particular, big Star Wars guy, right? Oh yeah. You know the new Star Wars, the Last Jedi comes out in a couple weeks. Yep. December fourteenth, I think. I think mid mid December. Over under worldwide sales. Of the movie tickets, you know, yep. Vegas has a bet two billion. What would you say, my friend? Can I ask a question? Shoot, what was the last one? Wasn't two billion? Okay, but what do you know? What I 1. mean, one point seven maybe. Okay, because one point seven and one point one are two different yes, things. Exactly. Um, you know, now that they have the firepower of it's Disney that owns, mm-hmm. you know, a Disney behind it, the Last Jedi. It just sounds cool. It it sounds like they're going to throw as <laughs> you know? much money in it because they're already doing it now. Yes, right. So, I two billions ridiculous. I don't think they hit that number. Right? Do you? I'm going over the total. Think about this when they when Disney bought it from Lucas Films, the franchise, the Star Wars. They bought it for five billion dollars, and everybody was like, "What are they doing? Five billion dollars for the front? It's already paid off. Of course it is. It is already paid of off. Of course it is. Unbelievable! They're, they're making so much damn money; it's bizarre. But I'm going 2.2 billion, and I say it reaches probably. I think Avatar is the number one grossing movie of all time. I think I don't think it'll surpass it, but I think it might come into the slot three. Slot three. Let's just Avatar see. is What's Avatar two? is one. I can't recall. Maybe Titanic or something. I don't know, man. That's a lot of people going to see that movie. And yeah. Is it based over a month? I think it's a three month period. Would you go World. see it the first day? Hell no. I'd like to go there just to see Greedo and Boba Fett and Chewbacca, like, <laughs> walk around in the parking lot at the Crown <laughs> Cinema. Like you said Greedo. <laughs> he was my favorite little toy, Greedo. <laughs> but I, I don't know if I would want to wait in line and do all that stuff. I you might, definitely have to see a matinee. Yes, I, I'm, and I'm good at a Tuesday matinee. I'm really I know you are. I go in there by myself sometimes to see a movie. So, anyway, I'll probably let the, the freaks go see it and then – I don't want to sit beside Princess Leia, you know what I'm saying? The first time I see I love Princess Leia. I don't I don't want to sit beside the rat that sits on Jabba's lap. <laughs> what if you had to sit beside Jabba? Oh no. <laughs> Who's your favorite character in Star Wars? It's Boba Fett, but everybody likes Boba Fett. I but, love you know, Boba, Boba Fett. Fett's man. awesome, man. He had all the all the gear. I think I cool like stuff. him less though now that I saw he's kinda like a real, real dude. dude. Right. He wanted him to be kind of like a robot. I want yeah, I wanted him to pull his head off and it was like a all kinds of crap yes. going on. I didn't want to see him come out looking like the dude off chips <laughs> with that flowing hair. You know what I'm saying? 
I wanted I wanted to have uh, uh, some street cred. Sure, absolutely, absolutely. And I don't know if you've seen the preview, but this new Star Wars video game that's coming out. Have you, dude? It the graphics are unbelievable. Well, are you a video game dude? I love video games. Do you, would you play that? It's called Battlefront, I think. Sure. I listen. The best part about having a kid is being able to. Uh, say the reason I want to have these video <laughs> games is for this kid. That's half the crap in my house right now. Is because right. oh, Harris really needs it. <laughs> but I can tell you, the gaming systems are getting bananas, outrageous bananas. Yes. And that new Xbox One, I'm I'm going to have to buy one. Is that with the glasses too? The you know the virtual reality. Have you seen this thing? Yeah, I'm sure you could. I'm I'm kind of like put it in my hands. Let me play it. Yeah, like kind of guy. But. The graphics on that, like the they have this new World War II game. Yeah, it looks like you're taking shrapnel <laughs> running yeah. on the beach. So uh, wow, yeah, it's kind of crazy. Do you and Harris? Is it more sports games that you play, or like the sh- one shooter games, or what? We, I mean, Anything? we don't play a bunch. We yeah. don't play a bunch, but uh, a lot of sports, a lot, a lot of, of basketball, yeah. a lot of baseball. Damn, my girls aren't really into video games, so I don't get to become a gamer because I used to be a gamer. Yeah, I wanted to get back there, but. You know they're they're just not they're playing Pokemon. I can't game with Pokemon. No, you know I would, what I'm saying? I'd stay away from that. Yeah, steer clear. All right, buddy. Well, I'm glad we just we talked a little bit about we talked a little bit about everything today, bud. Didn't we? Flu bugs, Greedo, <laughs> Greedo. I like that dude. He's awesome. <laughs> oh, bad dude. Uh, remember he said in that thing, and it, Han Solo shoots him under the table. Yeah, yeah dude. My favorite is the band. In that little place. The cantina. The cantina van. I love it. That's awesome. All right, guys. If you want to hear some more wonderful Star Wars trivia, just tune in (laughs) next week to the Fantasy Formula. We'll be glad to share. And until then, peace. You've been listening to The Mesh an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.